the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is episode 35, 35. and we are glad that you decided to join us today. Yep, thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. My name's um, Chloe. I'm here with Pastor Adam. I'm here, If this too. is your first episode you've ever listened to. Yeah, um, you might be new to it. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, so right now, we are in a series um, that we're calling Sins Christians Ignore That Mess Us Up, and this will be the third episode Number of that three. series. Yeah. Number one was... Gossip. Gossip. Would you would you call it millennial? Spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. I didn't even <laughs> know what that hot. was until <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was until she said it. Yeah, we talked yeah. through gossip being a sin that really it's a sin that we ignore that messes us up, that yep. we don't pay attention to. These ones that bubble under the surface. And then last week's um, was gluttony. Right. Um, and that being sort of not just one that we ignore, but sort of one we're um, actually okay with. Yeah. It's it's went it's gone from something that is obviously a sin to something that we find not just permissible but we kind of glorify it. Yeah. Um, and I talked through my struggle with that and uh, using it quite frequently in preaching and teaching in sort of a glorifying way. Mm-hmm. And so what we're what we're doing is is we're talking through these sins that we have in our life that um, we don't pay any attention to, even though the church tends to pay a lot of attention to a lot of sins and call a lot of stuff out. Yeah. These are ones that we don't. And I think the ones that we don't, the ones that we don't that we don't pay attention to, are literally growing and increasing under the surface, and we don't even realize it. Yeah. And they're what's messing us up. Yep. So I think when you get through the end of this, if you're, um, you know, when we finish this whole series or whatever, how many it is, we don't even know how many we're going to do yet. Um, if you started to see yourself having improved godliness in these areas, I think it's going to open up lots of different things for you in the way in which you see the world and the way in which you see God um, that would have will have profound daily impact in your life, more so probably than some of those other sins that we talk through all the time, you yeah. know, that the church tends to, tends to really highlight. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we're doing. So yep. it's been kind of fun so far. Last yeah. last week we got a little heady. Right. We uh, we did some some old school middle aged theology stuff. And so but it was uh, good. It, it was, was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of different, kind of yeah. cool. Um, and so we're going to hit another one of a Christian, a sin that Christians tend to ignore this week, and that is going to be um, the sin of dishonoring our parents, or not honoring our parents, obviously, yeah. but yeah. dishonoring our parents. And I think that um, you know a two-second study of the Bible will show you that honoring your father and your mother, honoring your parents, um, is godly activity and required from the Lord. And so, therefore, if that's the case, then dishonoring our parents would be considered sinful. And I do think this is one that's very easily ignored, and especially being a pastor who has only pastored in the 2000s, right? So um, I started uh, pastoring, I believe, in the year 2000, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, in this generation that we're in, um, I see how... It, there's a pathway that sort of lends itself um, in ways in which the world has changed, in ways in which sin has grown, right? Which we know this sin and and the disparity in the world is going to continue to grow. Yeah. Um, 
sets up for a way in which it becomes easier to be your own person and then therefore also to dishonor your parents. And sometimes it sets it up to where you should kind of dishonor your parents because of who they are as people. Um, And I've watched a lot of people walk through this over the years, and that does not negate the fact that the Bible says you're still to honor your mother and father, and that that does not make it not a sin any longer because those people maybe don't deserve honoring. Um, Nobody deserves honoring, actually, except for God, and that's a a main theological piece of the scriptures, right? So you don't really, you can't really understand Jesus unless you understand your sinfulness. You can't really understand that Jesus is solution. If you don't see what the problem is. And the problem is, is that we are all sinful. We all sin and fall short. We all have a messy walk like we talk about on the podcast. And so um, you can't just justify dishonoring somebody in any situation, even if they're not worth or worthy of honoring. That's one of the biggest problems in our country right now Mm. is that, Um, We don't choose to honor people um, that we find uh, should not be honored instead of just honoring them out of reverence for God and who he is and what he tells us to do and for the human in them, for the God that's in them. Because even if they don't believe in God, they have been created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And so um, this honoring your father and mother is a much bigger thing that builds throughout our life that enables us to actually, and we'll, we'll talk about this at the very, very end, honor people right it kind of it, it teaches that it grows yeah. in us so i just want to talk through this a little bit this one's going to be kind of weird for us it's a little different mm-hmm. we've got it laid out differently like chloe and i are usually somewhat on the same page she's kind of blind on this one flying yeah. solo right now I'm just rolling um, with it. and then she's preparing for her parents that listen to the podcast to uh, <laughs> uh after they listen to it to be like uh chloe what's up you don't honor me so <laughs> she's getting ready to get in trouble um, but my parents won't listen to it because they, they probably don't know what a podcast is but anyway right. as we get started though i do want to say that both Chloe and I, and I'm speaking for you, so you interrupt or agree or disagree when I'm done. Both of us have had the blessing from God to be raised by godly parents in a godly and loving home, and that is an extreme blessing in the world that we live in. And so um, I just wanted to throw that out there so that as we walk through all these things, you know that in my situation, um, my folks are still married um, and... They love each other. They love the Lord. They love me. And really, you know, I mean, they they, they have their issues, right? right. You know, Just like the, everybody. The lavenders have their issues. Yes. The cooks have their issues. <laughs> yeah. And they've messed us up. And so, you know, we all mess our kids up in some way. <laughs> what we do is we hope that we mess them up in a different way than our parents messed us up so that we're not, you know, <laughs> perpetuating that problem. <laughs> but And I'm messing my kids up, and I will mess them up, too. There's always familial baggage from your family of origin, and that family of origin causes all kinds of issues in our life. Almost everything stems back to some way in which we learned, processed, felt, was exposed to things in our childhood, even from great parents. But mm-hmm. we both are coming from a standpoint right now of having parents that I would say, if we're putting it in this language, uh, are worthy of honoring. And some of you, that might not be the case. So we're going to kind of talk through that um, as we get into this thing right now. And as we're talking through this, obviously, too, we're talking about adult children honoring their parents yeah. not so much now now teenagers you're in a transitional phase so right. the teens that are listening right now and there are some um you can still apply this because when you walk into those teenage years it's this hybrid between childhood and adulthood and so you're already starting to process and feel and experience and then live life 
as an adult, even though you're not quite completely there yet. But we're definitely not talking about children and their parents. And so this just want to kind of lay all that out as we get started. So the relationship between a child and their parent is supposed to mirror that of the church and God. Similar to, you see the same illustration in husband and wife and in marriage, right? But specifically, it mirrors parent to child, um, mirrors church and God. And so the way that kind of looks is obviously parent is God, child is church, right? right? That's sort of the mirror here. Now, we're not saying they're the same. I'm not equating them. Your parents saying, are not God. Right. I'm not saying that at all, <laughs> right? Calm down, Chloe's dad. Right? <laughs> but um, this means, though, that as parents, we have a responsibility like, you know, that we take seriously like God does with us to train our children and discipline them in order that that molds them into being a godly child, right? So as parents, that's what we're required to do. So I'm not trying to be my kid's friend. I'm trying to raise them in a godly way, and I'm not and I'm not raising them so that they can stay home with me forever and fill this loving void that I have of them in my life. I'm raising them to leave, right, right. to get out. But the point is, is that in that mirrored relationship, I'm training them and disciplining them in order to mold them into godly people, into godly children. So that's the parent's role. Right. But that means there's also, if you look at this mirror here of children and God and mother and father and kids, it also puts responsibility on the children, whether they're adult or not, to then treat their parents with respect, love, and obedience. And so think about it this way. God is molding us and making us into who he wants us to be. That includes encouragement. That includes discipline, right? That includes good gifts. That includes the gift of Jesus, all those things. Um, in other words, God uh, loves us where he finds us, but he doesn't leave us where he finds us. Right. And then as the church, we are to honor him in that, respect him in that, and do that with love and obedience, Right, So we give full hearts and we obey what he tells us to do. Right. Same picture here with parents and kids, right? So the parents got to mold and make the child into a godly person. And that they do that through instruction and obedience, I mean, and, and um, discipline and love. Mm-hmm. And then the child has to do the same thing. The adult child has to do the same thing is give respect and obedience and love to the parents. And so here's where it gets kind of as we process through it being adults. As parents and children get older – the relationship changes. Maybe it's easier to see those distinctly different roles when you are little, right? And it, or or as a parent when your kids are little. But when we become we when we get older, um, parents and children become more equal in their decision making, and the parent and the child start to share similar experiences in adulthood, right? So the experiences are quite different when one's a kid and one's an adult. But when we become all adults, we start to share similar experiences in life. And so as parents age, they may actually need to rely more heavily on their adult children, which sort of starts to mess up and confuse these boundaries that were really easy to understand when kids were little. And so um, what we've got to understand, though, as adults is just because we are now experiencing the same things our parents are experiencing just because we're in sort of the same phase of life, right? You got to remember, it doesn't take very long for your parents and you to sort of be in the same spot in life, 
right? You're a little further along, but parents are typically only anywhere from teenage years to 25 to 30 years older than their child. That's it. So that age gap is a lot when you're little. Yeah. Like when you're three and your mama is 30, right? that's a big difference. <laughs> when you are, um, so 27 years, right? When you are 40 and your mama is 67, not near as much difference as it yeah. was before, right? Because yeah. now you're both middle-aged people. Um, now, 67 might be considered a little older than that, but I don't want to get in trouble right now by saying that. So, But, you know, you're, you're, you've been married for a long time. You've got children that are older. I mean, of course, the phase of life is not the same, but it's much more similar than it was before. And so the, the idea is, is as, as parents age and they need to rely on their adult children a little bit differently, right, there's, there starts to be boundary differences. And also just because their ages, just because we're in the same boat of life, we tend to have um, – the boundaries in that relationship are different, yeah. right? Like you don't have to do exactly what your mama says because you got your own house and your own car and your own kids and your right. own, you know what I mean? And yeah. and I don't have to go to Christmas, mama, just because you want me to because I'm going to do Christmas with my kids now. And all those ways in which – so the boundaries are a little different than they were when they were kids. But a shift in responsibility doesn't change the respect that's required in a relationship. Yeah. And so just because you've seen those changes happen for parents and kids in age groups and as they walk through life, it doesn't change the respect that's required. Um, I think one of the best scriptures for this, it, it encompasses uh, all this together. Um, it's in Ephesians, and Chloe has it. Yes, I do It's in it. Ephesians 6, and it's a reference back to honor your father and mother, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a commandment. So mm-hmm. it's in the top ten list, and which I think is very funny that a sin that we ignore as Christians is in the top 10 list. Oh yeah. You don't you wouldn't think that we as Christians would ignore ones that are in a top 10 list, right? So one that's in the same category as don't kill nobody um is this don't uh, you know you have to honor your father and mother as a command. Yeah. And yet we struggle with it, which is really weird, yeah. right? Because we shouldn't it's pretty pretty prominent one. Yeah. Um but in Ephesians Paul talks and, and clarifies this and kind of brings it up again and quotes it. Read it to us, right. Chloe. What's, what's, so what is, is it? This is Ephesians 6, six. 1 right. through 3. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. And he's bringing up that it is the first commandment that has a promise associated with it. In other words understanding how things go on earth and actually enjoying your life comes from the lessons learned from it come from this idea of honoring your mother and your father. So in other words, there's something foundational that happens in your life that you learn that sets you up for future times in life by honoring your father and mother as a child. Yeah. Right. And so as you honor them and even as an adult, as you honor them, it is setting you up um, and forging something in you that's going to help you throughout your whole life. Yeah. That's the bigger picture thing that he's talking about. Um, but but you know things are very different in our world right now, and I think that um, as as the world continues to progress, this is going to become harder and harder on actually honoring and on dishonoring our parents. And so, um, but obviously, what the word is saying, we'll come back to it, is that it is highly beneficial for you in multiple ways. Mm-hmm to honor your father and your mother. And you've got to see that what he's saying there is he's talking about it being much bigger than just it's beneficial for you because this is, you know, 
it's your mom and your dad. Right. It's right? just the nice thing to do. It's, it's way bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. Because at some point, what you have to see too, this is implied here in this promise. At some point, your mother and your father don't exist anymore, and you do. Yeah. And so your life, it's referring to your whole life. And so that, in other words, when you honor and fl- honor your father and your mother, honor your parents, even when they're gone, there is a benefit that you have now because something has been forged in you. That's the big piece of the yeah. scripture that's talking about. Yeah. But, you know, when we look at what's going on with us now, um, and, and the, the pandemic has sort of intensified this problem, you've got higher demands on work than you've ever had before. Yeah. Right. And so work is sort of, for a lot of people, it's 24-7 now. Right. There's access through our phones and email and texts and all these things and, and those stupid video conference calls. <laughs> Zoom. Uh, Zoom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hate Zoom. I don't Zoom. miss it. I don't miss Zoom at all. I hate Zoom. <laughs> I hated Zoom five years ago. I remember being on a conference call, so, you know, I set up to talk to somebody, and I was like, I'll call you at two. They're like, no, I'll send you a Zoom link. And I was like, oh my I didn't even Lord. know Zoom existed five years ago. Oh, yeah, forever. I used Zoom for the first time a long time ago. I mean, it might have been more than five years. And I'm sitting there on this thing, look at this person through the screen, me talking to them, and I'm going, why can't we just talk on a phone? <laughs> why are we I don't this? need to see what shirt you got on. And right. You're not showing me nothing. Right. Anyway, I hate Zoom. But <laughs> there's higher demands on work right now. And um, adult children start to have children of their own. And then more families than ever, don't miss this too, more families than ever participate in way more extracurricular activities specifically for their children than ever before. Right. Right. Never before in the history of time has there ever been so many different things that we're involved in also even with our kids, like kid activities that happen. Um, because of that, as adults, you, know, you got to hear this if you're an adult listener right now. Your parent is easy to overlook in that. It's really easy to sort of ignore, which I believe is dishonoring, overlook, which I believe is dishonoring. It's really easy to do that with your parent. When you got your own life going on, you didn't have a bunch of kids, you're also running them around to 4,000 different activities. That's what our life is right this moment. Um, and then work is 24-7 all the time now. It's easy to ignore them. And yeah. our culture, the culture that we're in, doesn't encourage parents to live with their adult children and their families, right? That doesn't normally happen. That's actually a last resort, typically. In lots of other cultures, that's not the case. So even if lives were getting busier, grandma is living in the house with you. Grandpa's living in the house with you, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's you're still de- it, you don't ignore them because they're there. Um, but our culture doesn't really encourage that. And so you can very easily become caught up in your own lives and neglect the very parents who devoted their time to you when you were young, right? Yeah. And so it's e- what I'm trying to say. I guess is uh, I don't know if this one's gonna make sense. We probably this podcast probably won't listen too much. Um, <laughs> it, it is except for our parents who want, our parents who want to Ma- make us. Maybe do it. we'll be surprised. Um, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that you know it is very easy to do this. That's why you can have a top ten sin. That's blatant and obvious, and nobody who knows the Bible should miss it. Can be a sin that we really ignore because it's so easy to do. Yeah. Um, but there's also other things to it. I thought about more of this too as well. Um, it's not just those pieces. As technology grows, what has also happened is 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 our education system is evolving. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And so think about this. In years past, it was really common for a son to learn the trade of his father. Right? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's what's going on with Jesus' disciples. Right? So right. they are um, – they, they got kicked out of uh, Hebrew school. Sunday school. They didn't make it into being into the priesthood, right? And so what they had to do was they had to go back home and do what their daddy did. Mm. So Peter's a fisherman because his daddy was a fisherman. Uh, I didn't know that they got like Jesus is a Jesus is a carpenter, which by the way, also this is fascinating, has nothing to do with parents, but (laughs) by the way quick side note. By the way, do you know that we when we think of Jesus as a carpenter, we always think wood. Yes. It probably wasn't wood. I think about the man making chairs and stuff. He probably was a stonemason. Really? Yeah. What? Because the vast majority of construction happened through stone. And so it probably, and this is, people are going to disagree, but this is, he's probably a stonemason, which takes that whole Jesus is the cornerstone to a whole new level, doesn't it? Right? Right? But he probably, he probably, it's probably not wood. Anywho, oh so, my gosh, the cornerstone thing though. So Jesus is a carpenter because his daddy was a carpenter. Does that right. make sense, right? And so it made a lot of sense back in the day for us to learn a trade from our father. And so it would take years and years of practice. So guess what you do? You're right there with them learning that trade the whole time. Right. But now with education and things changed, children learn uh, all kinds of topics and they also learn them at a greater speed than our parents did. Yeah. We also learn them in a different format than our parents did. Right. Like this happened to us. I bet it's happened to a lot of parents where your kid comes home. I remember Olivia coming home. She had this math problem. And I love math. I taught math. I love math. Mm-hmm. And she walks in and she's like, show me the problem. And I show her how to do it. And she's like, daddy, that's not how you do this problem. And then she, she does it in this new method. Yes. I'm doing air quotes. This new methods. format method. I'm like, what in yes. the crap kind of method is this that you just show? Like, this is ridiculous and stupid. It don't make any sense. Right. They've done learn now how to do it faster. She's doing it at an age way earlier than I did, right? They're, they're doing math concepts now that I didn't do for three or four grades later than what they're doing them now. Right. And they're doing them in different methods and those things than the parents is. And so, and they're learning all kinds of kinds of topics. And there's this push towards higher education that's higher than your parents had. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy for a child to think that they are wiser than their parents, right, at earlier and earlier ages and phases, especially as adults, though, especially when we hit an adult age. It's easier for us to think I'm more educated than my parents, right, especially a lot of us In, in in the South. You have a lot of people that are my age that are the first generation college graduates. You know, I'm a first generation college graduate in my family. Yeah. Valerie's a first generation college graduate in her family. You know, so it's real easy for us as we become adults to think that we're wiser than our parents and that their methods, their ways are out of date. I also think that it has a lot to do with the fact that our culture praises knowledge over wisdom, right? That knowledge is more powerful than wisdom is. Yeah. And so being wise and older and walk through things in life is not considered as cool, as important, as sacred it's as true. getting knowledge. Um, which what that does is, is all of what I just said makes it harder for younger generations to respect their elders, to respect them, to honor them, much less give them value, right? So the difference between respect and honor 
is you notice that the, the, the that it doesn't say respect your parents. It says honor your parents is the command. So the sin is dishonoring. It's because honor places value. Right. Right? Respect doesn't. Respect says it's about position. Mm. Honor is it's about person. Right? And so I'm going to honor you, not just respect you. Right? right? And so the the all this to say is that the culture kind of makes it harder. Um, and then and then you get into the big one. So I've been said all that so I can set this one up. Right. Divorce and lack of responsibility of parents, right? So parents not being good parents, mm-hmm. absentee dads. There are increasingly more absentee moms. There, that's plaguing our relationships. Um, and divorce has been a big one. You know, divorce was not something that was ultra common in our country until about the '60s, right? So, to, you know, my um, my grandmother was um, a little spunky. Four foot eleven lady. Her name is Granny Cook, and uh, she had an abusive husband. So my grandfather was abusive. I actually never met him, and uh, he, um, she divorced him very early, a long, long time ago, when people just didn't get divorced because um, he was abusive. And she raised these kids on her own, and wow. she worked multiple jobs. She worked at, at the mill here in in Danville for years and years to kind of raise them. It just didn't happen that much. Right. And so divorces become more frequently along with a lack of responsibility from parents. And so divorce can kind of place kids in a position of choosing between their parents and also put them in a position where they kind of honor one and they don't honor the other. Cause it's oh. kind of hard to honor somebody who ain't there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to honor someone who doesn't take responsibility. And it's kind of hard to honor someone you don't live with or one parent is saying bad stuff about that other parent all the time. And so it puts them in sort of in a position to kind of choose between them and therefore dishonoring one or the other. Um, But there's so many factors that go into why it is difficult to honor your father and mother, which is what I'm trying to kind of set this all up to. It's difficult to do it, um, which is why it's a sin that we ignore. And I think um, one of the biggest things that we find that is the problem here is that what that what that um, commandment is based on is foundational building in your life to go forward. And so, I think in order to in, to avoid dishonoring your parents, you're going to have to pray. Because there's so many things going on with this that are keeping you from doing it. Yeah. Um, even in a situation where you have good parents. Like, I, I didn't bring up the divorce stuff or the absentee father or anything until the very end because I told you at the beginning that Chloe and I have good parents, right? right. So what I brought up were all the ways in which it would be easy for me to dishonor them, not because of divorce or because of my dad being out, but because of the education gap and all those kind of things that are going on. Yeah. Um, you know, and the way our culture is set up, it's easy to ignore them. And so I think that what you're going to have to start with is you're going to have to start with prayer. Mm-hmm. Our first step should be prayer. Our first step should actually always be prayer in absolutely everything that we do. Anything that we do intentionally and anything that we are trying to undo or do better, prayer should be that first step. Oh. And then that will lead to the second step would be obedience, try to obey them and respect them. But where we're trying to get is we're trying to get honor Mm. 
Because here's what's going on with this scripture. This is why this is so important for our life. This is why it's tied to a promise like Paul references again. Um, when we place our, par- our parents in high regard, when we honor them, when we see they have value, even if even if it's hard to do that with one of them or two of them or both of them, we're learning how to treat all people, not just our parents. That's yeah. the big thing here. Yeah. We're learning how to treat everybody. Um, and so our children learn by example. And so for us, if, if they respect and obey their parents, they do the same thing with, their, with authority and elders and other people in life. Um, and that's where you start to learn it. So what you're learning from this is very foundational in who you are, is if I honor my parents, I'm learning how to honor all people. And I think that that's the whole focus here. The big piece here is it's not about respect. It's about honor. Yeah. What we are missing right now in our world, and this this sin that we ignore might have something to do with this. What we're missing in our world right now is we don't honor each other. The Christian, the Christian should always honor another human being. Yeah. Even if you disagree with them, even if they are horribly sinful, even if they think your faith is crazy, you should honor that person because they are made in the image of God, not just respect them, right? So I think that you see a holiness in this commandment of honoring your parents because it sets you up to understand how to honor all other people. Because it's not just honoring uh, people that are in authority over you. That makes sense. But your parents are not just an authority over you. They're kind of laying their life down for you, right? The picture of church and God. And so it's also honoring all people, not just people in authority. That's the whole point, right? And it's not just respecting them. It's honoring them. I have to catch myself a lot with this. This has been a struggle for me. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm in teenage years with my oldest. And the number one argument and fight that we have that I'm having to correct her on all the time is her attitude Right, her eye rolling, <laughs> and I'm constantly pushing it back to disrespect. Right, um, I feel like she's not respecting me and that kind of stuff, and and I tend to do this quite frequently with with a lot of things. So um, Valerie has to correct me on loss all the time because it's like everything comes back to respect. Um, <laughs> and what I realize is what I what I need to teach my child instead is not respecting people; it's honoring them. Yeah. Right, that's the big thing. And so dishonoring your parents, I know that it's hard to honor them. All these different ways in which the world we live in sets it up, the person that they are, what they've struggled with, I know that there can be all kinds of reasons that it's hard to honor them. But if you honor them, if you, if you walk through that, it is setting you up to, to have a foundational piece in your life of honoring all people. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Um, but this sin is tripping a lot of folks up, and it's going to continue to happen. Right. I mean, the the issues that are happening in marriages and families and parents, they're going to continue to get worse over time. You know, divorce rates are not going to go down. They're going to go up. And actually, they they may not. What is happening is, is people aren't getting married at all. Right. That's what's really happening. Yeah. Um, As a pastor, I see that constantly now that what's happening is, is it's not it's not that people are getting divorced more. Is that they're not getting married at all, and then mm-hmm. their parent, their kids are straddling that, you know. And uh, absentee parents is on the increase; it's on the rise. Parents and people working all the time, 
um, you know, being consumed with their lives, ignoring their own parents is on the rise. Things that are going to distract you from spending time with your parents is on the rise. I mean, all that stuff's going to continue. And so this is something that's going to trip us up if we don't start to pay attention to it, because we've got to learn how to honor people. And this is one of the foundational ways in which we learn to honor people is we do it by honoring our parents. Yeah, that's very true. Wow. Well, now you're in trouble because yeah, the lavender no. is about to get you. Yeah, now I can't show my face at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us today for another really good conversation. Um, be sure to check us out on social media if you have not already done that. I say it every week, but please do. Um, please just, check us out there. Social media is free. Yeah. Right. So we do it, and people are there, and so it's easy to do it. And it's an easy way to share it with your friends. And in the church, look. As Christians in the church, we're supposed to go where people are. Mm-hmm. People are online. You need to go there and you need to share things. And it may not just need to be this, right? Share right. share your faith. Share things that are building up people and pointing them to God. Yep. That's the whole point. Right? Yeah. 100%. So please do that. Yes, definitely do that. And we'll be back again next Wednesday with a new episode because we put out new episodes every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. And this so, one will be another one in this series. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it'll We're be another sin that Christians ignore that are messing us up. Yeah. Or that so is messing us up. Stay tuned for that. And we will talk to you again next week. We're tired of talking. We're yeah, out. We're exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.